morning. Happy Saturday. Saturday crew is here. Light crew, short stick crew. Let me give you the facts. Everybody knows everyone here from my far right, Dr. Malatris, Dr. Zucker to my left, Melissa DeRosa, Secretary, Secretary Ms. Melissa DeRosa, to her left, Budget Director Rob Mejica. Today is Saturday. I know it's Saturday because I don't wear a tie on Saturday. That's how I know it's Saturday, which is a little convoluted reasoning, but it's not the first time. The total number of hospitalizations are down again. It's interesting to look at the curve, how fast we went up and how relatively slow the decline has been. Uh, that shows you the problem of having a spike. Spike happens quickly but resolves slowly. Net change in hospitalizations is down, net change in intubations is down. Number of new cases per day is also down, 400, which sounds like a large number, but this is on a statewide population of 19 million, 50,000 hospital beds. The number of lives lost, 157, that number has been uh, stubborn. You can see May 10th it was 161, and these are all basically uh, in the margin of error, if you will. <clears throat> this system is not that precise. I believe when they actually go back weeks from now and calculate the total number of deaths, at-home deaths, et cetera, you'll see a variation in this number. Again, we're right about where we were when we started. We just don't want to make sure we don't go back to uh, the hell that we've gone through. And when we talk about reopening, that's a discussion. We have half the state now in terms of regions, which is now in the process of reopening. We have a dashboard that tells people uh, where their region is, what's going on, what the hospital rates are doing, what the infection rates are doing, so everyone has information to inform themselves and to have conversations with their local government. We have a smart phased reopening plan uh, that has been reviewed by uh, great experts in the field, and we feel very good about that. Uh, we're getting a little more nuanced in our analysis, uh, looking for economic activities that you can start without crowds and without gatherings. Remember the, the problem here are crowds and gatherings. So what can you do or what ec economic activity is willing to reopen without a crowd, right? They're talking about this in terms of sports. You can have baseball without a crowd, but it can still be televised. Uh, great, if you can have economic activity without a crowd, that's great. Uh, we can do that in this state with horse racing tracks, uh, and we're going to do that. There'll be guidelines for the actual participants, but no crowds, no fans, but for the industry itself, for the televised viewers, uh, that can still work. That is also true with Watkins Glen that can operate uh, and uh, there's a big viewership for Watkins Glen. 
I may take my car to Watkins Glen. I've done it before. I can do it again. Wear a mask in the car. I don't even have to wear a mask in the car. I'll be alone. Update on elective surgeries. Uh, we're going to open Westchester and Suffolk counties for elective surgeries and ambulatory care. We want to make sure people who need medical services are getting medical services. Uh, there was a period where hospitals were dealing basically with the COVID patients. We are past that period. If you need medical attention, if you need a medical procedure, you should get it, right? Uh, and the hospitals are safe places to go to the extent people are worried about going to a hospital. There's no reason. And the caveat is always, as we reopen, this is a new phase. This is an unknown phase. Nobody can tell you exactly what happens because nobody has been here before. That's stone to stone across the morass. Take a step. Uh, that you know is a firm step, and then you watch and see what happens. What happens depends on what we do. That's why this has been such a unique situation, not for government, but for society. What will happen? Well, tell me what you're going to do, and I'll tell you what will happen. Well, how can that be? Because you're in control of what happens. How you act will determine what happens to you. Literally, will I get infected? Well, it depends on what you do. Will we have a higher infection rate? It depends on what we do. You increase ec economic activity, we expect to see an increase in numbers. We don't want to see a spike. Well, will there be a spike? It depends on how people react, and it depends on their personal behavior. Are they wearing masks? Are they using hand sanitizer? It's getting warmer. There's going to be a natural increase in activity anyway. People are going to come out of their homes. They've been there for a long time. The weather's warmer. They're going to come out. How do they act when they come out? And that is the big question mark. Are they reopening with all those question marks? I sit there and I have the conversations with experts, what's going to happen, what's going to happen? They say, you tell me how people react and I'll tell you what's going to happen. Said, but I don't know how people are going to react. Well, then I can't tell you what's going to happen. So if people are smart, then yes, you will see some increase in the numbers, but you won't see a spike. You've seen spikes in other countries that have opened. You've seen spikes in states that have opened. We have an intelligent, and I believe the most intelligent system, but it is still reliant on what we do. It is reliant on human behavior. So be smart and be diligent and don't underestimate this virus. Uh, local governments will do their part. I've spoken to all the local government officials. They're going to be doing compliance. They're going to be doing compliance on businesses that are opening. They have to follow the protocols. They're going to be com doing compliance on uh, enforcement, wearing the masks, etc. But still, it's going to come down to what individuals do. Uh, the only other big question mark on where we go longer term is what the federal government does. 
we have a significant economic problem in the state. It's the collective of all the individual economic problems. And when you add up the collective, it's $61 billion to the state of New York. Well, we don't really care about the state budget. It has nothing to do with me. I know that's what you may say, but it's actually not correct. The state budget is very relevant to you because what the state budget funds, we don't do uh, space exploration in the state. We fund schools, we fund hospitals, and we fund local governments. That's the state budget. A uh, lot of words, but it funds schools, it funds hospitals, and it funds local governments. Local governments fund police, fire, all the heroes that we talk about. Hospitals, that's nurses, that's doctors, that's emergency room staff. The House passed the bill uh, yesterday, which is a smart bill, which finally provides funding for state and local governments. They funded businesses, they funded millionaires, they funded corporations. Who did they forget? They forgot the police, the firefighters, the working Americans. Uh, what, a, uh, what a shock, right? The House bill also has Medicaid funding. It increases food assistance, 100% uh, federal reimbursement for FEMA costs, funding for testing, which is so important. Everyone says testing, testing, testing. Fine, we'll get it up and running, but we need funding. And it repeals the SALT tax penalty to the state of New York, $14 billion. $14 billion, which was a theft in the first place. After the House passes a bill, it goes to the Senate, and that's where the bill is now. And to the Senate, uh, they should respond quickly. Uh, I understand from their point of view, they say, well, we funded businesses, we funded millionaires. Yeah, good, that's nice. How about working Americans? And uh, that's what the Senate should think about. How do you actually help the American people? And my two cents, uh, they shouldn't delay. They shouldn't be captive of special interests. I don't care who gave you money to run for office. You still work for the people. No corporate bailouts. Don't bail out corporations and then have them turn around and lay off American workers. Don't let them use government money to subsidize employee layoffs. Don't do that. That would betray the trust of the American people. That's what happened in the 2008 bailouts. They bailed out the banks, and the banks turned around and gave each other bonuses. I was attorney general. I brought actions against AIG. I brought actions against uh, banks like the Bank of America, who took taxpayer money and then gave themselves a raise. Don't give corporations money so they can then lay off workers in their restructuring to get lean. And then the American taxpayer is going to have to pay for the people who are laid off. And I'm afraid if uh, this isn't raised sooner rather than later, that's exactly what these corporations are going to do. Uh, and let's put the politics aside. If there's ever a moment in this government, in this country, where it's not about politics, uh, this is the moment.
I mean, for senators to be talking about, I'm not going to bail out blue states because the blue states have more coronavirus cases. Shame on you. Shame on you to look at the death toll in this nation and say, I want to count how many people passed away by their political party. And I'm more interested in states uh, where Republicans live than where Democrats live. We're not Democrats and Republicans. Uh, we are Americans. That's what comes first. And in the time of crisis, we've always been Americans. And the great leaders, Democrats and Republican, have always said that. Go back and look at the great Republicans. Go back and look at the great Democrats and see how they operated. And try to be great in this moment, Senator and Congressperson. And if you don't want to look at former politicians, go back to the good book, which said the same thing that the great politicians said. I wonder where they got it from. They got it from the good book. Everybody says they read the good book. Mark 3.25, if a house is divided against itself, the house cannot stand. Read the good book and do what's right for the American people. And let's be together, tough, smart, united, disciplined, and loving.